was something I had actually shared the other day because I, I was talking with my friend Chandra and man, she's such such a good friend. And I asked her to pray with me because I had been, I didn't initiate necessarily the conversation, but I was part of a conversation that it wasn't degrading someone's character, but it was not life giving, and it just added added a heaviness. And it's just the enemy trying to come in and cause division. But I asked her, I was like. Chan, I was like, will you pray with me? I've just been a part of some conversations I don't feel really proud about. And I just, I need you to come in agreement with me here because I need to be the person that stands up whenever someone's speaking doubt or they're not saying something that is true or kind or necessary. And I need to be the person that says, hey, this isn't life-giving and I'm not going to participate. And she shared Psalm 141 verse 3 with me. And I love, love how the Amplified version just kind of brings this out. It says, set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth. Keep watch over the door of my lips to keep me from speaking thoughtlessly. And there's another scripture and it just talks about, you'll be held accountable for every idle word. And how many idle words do we really speak? And we're thoughtlessly saying that we might be complaining about somebody or talking about someone's business that isn't ours. or saying something that isn't life-giving and it doesn't have any, like, it's not going to produce fruit and it's not going to profit. And how many conversations do we know better, but we don't choose better. We maybe don't say anything bad, but we're also allowing it to come in. We're allowing other people to put junk in our yard. And maybe we're around jobs that are hard and people are speaking. They're not speaking life. They're, it's a it's spirit of gossip. Mm-hmm. And what are we saying? Not just to not contribute to it, but to correct and love and say, you know what? That's not the standard the word has put in my life. How how can I respond to this person in love? But Lord, help me to set a guard over my lips so I'm not part- participating in something that isn't going to profit here. Yeah, that's a good point. And that's something that I've kind of been thinking about um, at work. There's a lot of gossip that goes on. And I don't like to take part in it because it involves someone that's in charge of me. So I don't, I don't know. Like I just don't feel like that's very fruitful. But I struggle with like when it's going on around me. What do I say? Or do I just walk away? I mean, there are times when I just walk away, but sometimes, I mean, I I can't do that without looking, Mm -hmm. you know? So, like, what would you guys say to that? Like, how how would you handle a situation where, let's just say you're hanging out and then some people are hanging out with you and then they start gossiping? And they're not asking you to participate, but you're just near it. You're around it. Mm -hmm. And it's influencing you. I feel like that's easy to say when you're not in it because I know when you're in those situations it can be so hard to speak up and say something but like in this moment when we're like not in that situation I feel like the best thing is just to say like hey guys like maybe let's not talk about this person I feel like this is such a generic answer but I I try and always like play devil's advocate a little bit Mm -hmm. with the person because a lot of times people will say things and they haven't had anybody really challenge their thought process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when you kind of pose questions like, well, maybe this person is dealing with this or maybe they've got this going on. They start to be like, well, yeah, but, you know, and then they start to run out of things. And yeah. that actually challenges their viewpoint because, again, a lot of people aren't used to their viewpoints being challenged. I think asking questions is good, too. You see that in scripture. Right. Jesus mm-hmm. always answers like asks a question back to people when they're trying to challenge him so yeah asking them questions about themselves like oh when's the time you've yeah exactly yeah i think something important to remember is that we should always speak in love Mm -hmm. and prophetically 
And by that, I mean speaking about Jesus Mm -hmm. or bringing it back to Jesus so that he gets the glory. Mm -hmm. Um, These people, like, if they're not Christians, then they aren't held down by Christian law. So they, we can't, it does no good to condemn them with Christian law because they don't trust it in any way. Right. They don't trust that it'll bring them sp- like spiritual fruit. They don't trust that it'll bring them peace, uh, anything like that. And so I would argue that it does no good to condemn them uh, for what it is they're doing, mm-hmm. but instead speak truth and love into their lives and bring that back to how Jesus did that. Right. Mm-hmm. Like just in some way kind of bring Jesus into it. Um, it doesn't have to be forcing Jesus down their throat or anything like that. It can be, um, you know, explaining what Jesus has done in your life, like in times that you've gossiped and just kind of like using yourself as an example. But I think what's important is to remember to always speak with love and truth, mm-hmm. uh, to these people, um, and to know that like in some of those situations things can get heated because people don't like to be challenged Mm -hmm. and so it's important to remember that they're still an image of God whether they believe in Christ or not and so speak to them like you're speaking to God something that I've and I'll I'll tell you guys like a little story about it but something that I've um, totally lost my train of thought Mm -hmm. okay Dalton (laughs) I'll interject with something really quickly. I feel like another um, good thing, too, is to prepare yourself. So, like, you know when you're going to be around people that are naturally gossiping. So, you know, pray and ask God, Holy Spirit, like, please, like, give me the words to speak or the wisdom to know what to say. Mm -hmm. Um, Let my speech be seasoned with salt. Grace. Wait, I'm messing it up. Colossians 4, 6. Let your speech be always with grace, seasoned with salt. Here we go. So, yeah, uh-huh. pray that up yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Um, there was a time that at work there was a manager, and I really liked her. Like, she was really cool, and she was one of those people that um, I would see, and I could tell she wasn't always having the best day. And I would do this thing where if I see someone that doesn't look like they're really pleased to be around people, I'll make it a, a point to acknowledge them because I feel like Jesus does that. He'll do that, like, constantly in scripture you see him acknowledging people that other people don't acknowledge Mm -hmm. and people want to be seen okay they want to be spoken life into they want to be acknowledged so I would just say hello to her and she didn't know that one of the co-workers was my friend and she had said something in regards to them because they pulled um, one of the technicians to go work at the front of the store and have her help and this manager would get frustrated with her just because she thought she was they they just didn't mix I'm gonna word it like that and she said something and I walked up to it the manager did about my friend and she didn't know and I was like I was like hey and I forget how I said it but Holy Spirit so graced me in the moment to say this and I was like hey why don't you say that to her and that's always the thing that if I'm in an uncomfortable conversation and somebody's saying something to me I'm like have you talked to the person about it even at work now like that'll happen And I'll be like, hey, have you talked to the person about it? Because there's a difference if we're trying to find a solution to coach somebody to grow versus just saying that they're not doing what they need to do as well. Mm -hmm. Like we don't need to be talking about how they're not doing well. We need to talk about a solution on how to coach them and get them to grow. And so I'll be like, have you went and said that to them? And if they're like, oh, well, no, I'm like, well, then you don't need to be saying it to me. Yeah. And I've literally made a couple people's mouth drop Mm -hmm. by saying that. 
Now, there have been times, like I said, I've ended up being around conversations and I didn't step up like I know that I needed to. And God's really been bringing me back to that lately of your salt and your light. And where there's light, there can be no darkness. And so if there's a conversation that isn't producing light and it's not life-giving, you need to bring the light to it. Mm -hmm. And so I'll be like, hey, why don't you go and talk to that person? And I explained to that manager at the time, I was like, this is genuinely how she is. I've hung out with her outside of work and she just likes to have, she likes to do her job, but she likes to have fun at work. And so anyway, fast forward, um, I didn't go tell my friend that the manager had said that. I prayed about it. I left it alone, but I did address the manager, obviously. Um, and then the manager ended up going to her and apologizing and said, Hey, I don't know if she told you, I just wanted to let you know that I said this and I'm sorry. And then they actually ended up being really cool. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And my friend was like, actually, she didn't tell me. And it meant so much to that manager that I didn't go spread what she said that I just addressed her and left it alone. Mm -hmm. And that literally, they ended up having a friendship at work after that. Um, so you can have the opportunity to speak life and speak what's true and kind of necessary. Pastor Bill said it like this. He quoted somebody. I forgot what the guy's name was, but he was like, if you want evil to prevail, it's when good men sit around and do nothing. And so we do have a place and a position to step up. And when other people are saying negative things, we need to say positive things because just like negativity is contagious. And if you're in a good mood and you're around people that are negative, joy is contagious too. Yeah. Joy is contagious and you can go into a room and you can set the temperature of the room or you can just be the thermometer and read the temperature that's already set for you. And you have to pick at that moment what you're going to be whenever you're speaking and over yourself and you're talking and having conversations with people. Am I going to set the temperature of this conversation or am I going to let this stuff come into my, my space? Mm -hmm. So...